Say Villa. It would be Villa. Villa de Lapore. Villa. Villa de. Villa de Lapore. We had a. We had a birthday party for Jacob uh, last Friday where we invited, I don't know, it was like seven or eight of his first grade buddies nice. over for, uh, we had like a, a a scientist come and do like experiments I was gonna ask, and stuff oh, for them. Oh, please tell me it had something to do with science. Yes, yes. And... Uh, Gloria and I are immediately like we're we're never we're never having a kids party in our house ever again. These guys were animals. Mm-hmm. These guys were absolute animals. It was more chaos than I've ever withstood from small children. And I think we got confident because we had we had his big sister's birthday party here, and it was just like the most zen group of you know nine and ten year old girls like singing Taylor Swift in unison with each other mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And these boys, like three of them were just trying to like bash each other's heads into the floor. You know, one of them was uh, popping every balloon he could get his hands on. Uh, uh, you know, another was just smashing the keys on our piano. And I kept going over and like, you know, closing the, like, there's a little like cover mm-hmm. that you can put over the piano and just like, just kept ripping into it and whatnot. Like it, and, and the amount of like screaming, like high pitched screaming, like I would have expected that from the girls yeah. party. Yeah. Really, really instead, turning uh, these... gender, gender norms, uh, on, on its head there. Yeah. Uh, Dude, it was turning my eardrum norms uh, inside out. Uh, it was, uh, oh man, it was, uh, it was intense. Oh, we've God. been, uh, we've we've been still like coming down from the adrenaline rush of uh, of that starting starting our weekend. Wow, so that yeah, we're we're fully in Monday, and you've taken you're like three days worth of hangover from the. Yeah, preteen oh, yeah. science party versus like the preteen Taylor Swift party, which I'm imagining was you know it was stressful in a way. But yeah, we had um I say we, but my my brother and sister in law had my nephew's birthday at his at their place, but it was all outside. They had like a fire truck and like a that mm-hmm. whole thing that we you know we we talked yep, about. Yep. Um, he, so. That I was like, oh yeah, that would have been chaos if those kids were inside. But luckily they have, you know, uh, or at their, their house, they had like a huge yard, which allowed for everyone to be outside and all of the mess and chaos happened outside. And also their, like the, their babysitter. I mean, it's Jacoby, he doesn't have a nanny, but he had, you know, he had like a babysitter who spent a lot of time there when when Jarrett and Crystal were out at work or whatever. And her mom is like an incredible party planner. And her mom basically like went around the place and like tidied up as the party was happening. Uh, And they like they paid her for this. It wasn't just like she came over and did this because she like felt like she had to do it. It was like, oh no, she absolutely got paid for her time. Uh, but she like was so efficient at it that a couple of times, like I would like put my drink down and then go to pick it back up and be like, oh, uh, my drink got bust. Huh. Oh, well, that's a, that was a drama whiskey that I'll never get back. Uh, but you know, Mm-hmm. Much better than I imagine having screaming boys demolishing the inside of your house, and then you and Gloria have to like tidy up after. Our, yeah, the the pizza was like a half hour late, Ooh. and so there was a point where it was just all the boys screaming like, you know, "Where's the pizza? Oh. We're hungry. Give us the yeah. pizza and whatnot." And at that point, Gloria just went out and like stood in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And I and and I'm like you know banging on the window, being like, "Get, get back in you here! Come help like, me!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm glad that you got that out of the way 
did did Jacob have a very happy birthday? Was it like fun for him, or or did it did it go sideways? He had a he had a wonderful oh, time. He enjoyed it. Uh, he was, he was thrilled and he got all sorts of Legos and whatnot. Corey, Mm. uh, his, uh, my, my mother gave him the Ford GT Lego kit, which is an enormous, you know, technic, you know, it's got a functioning differential in it and all of this stuff. And he was, he was so gassed up on that he was very excited so great i for the first time this year i just got uh jacoby his first rc car uh so that's like Mm. i just remember that being like a monumental thing in my childhood of getting like oh rc cars exist um yeah and then of course it's all me angling to get him into like motorsport enthusiast uh mode that's um, it yeah of course of course it's all it's it's all uh, calculated on my end to be like oh no this is a great place to have fun uh you can do all the things you can drive them you can take them apart and put them back together and it was like a big part of my experience with rc cars was like taking them apart and then reassembling them and either they worked or they didn't uh but that was yeah. Yep. It's, it's the idea. Yeah. My that's tough. my favorite part of the whole being a kid and getting into the whole RC car situation mm-hmm. was like, you know, you got your cool car, you got your cool remote mm-hmm. that controls the car, and then you've got the RC car governing body that you can go to war with and create all sorts of politically driven <laughs> conflict and and whatnot like that was just to yeah. me that was that was the pinnacle and uh, you know that's kids kids can dream yeah you know? yeah kid can dream all right well that's a what a what a beautiful segue John what a beautiful segue let's pivot into it. This is the F1 Files, folks. It's our Formula One podcast. This is a couple of best friends who will talk about F1 regardless of whether or not microphones are in front of our faces or interested parties are listening. Uh, we're, we're, we're just a couple of people who have loved the sport forever, even when the sport doesn't love us back. And I don't know, the current level of drama makes it feel like the sport is starting to love us back a little bit. Uh, I'm one of those hosts. My name is Corey Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I am a writer, actor, improviser out here in Los Angeles, California. And this is John Lapore, creative consultant designing the future for film, technology, and automotive. Um, all right, Corey. Uh, there's been some goings on mm-hmm. in Formula One. Um, before we can really dive all the way into them, um, I think you need to put on your, you know, protective equipment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, get yourself maybe a, uh, one of those, what do they call that? Like full suit that you, you know, biohazard, yeah, yeah, yeah. breaking bad sort of, uh, yep, that has, clean room uh, situation. Uh, hazmat suit. Get that hazmat uh, suit on. Or, Thank you. Or Thank you. if Get- we're in an engineering bay, we're talking like a, uh, like a static, like one of those like clean suits, um, where you just keep all the static yep. electricity away from everything else. So it's a combination biohazard clean suit. We're looking I'm, I'm going to say this is probably even less clean suit, mm. less biohazard suit and more just like the, the, the muddy coveralls that like Michael Myers wears when he goes out murdering yeah, people. Yeah. Like it's just, just the mechanics. Like get, get those, cover- I'm going to get grease and grime and all get, that. Yeah. Yeah. Get your, get your dirtiest coveralls on because, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to be <laughs> neighborhood. Uh, sorry kids to try to light spending, me on fire, uh, in order to escape. Like, uh, yeah, neighborhood, yeah. Neighborhood kids might try to, yes. Uh, be careful. Cause you might have to actually, <sighs> dress yourself in oil soaked rags mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're going to be spending quite a bit of time in uh in Johnny's trash corner or I should say all of our all of our trash corner we're all going to share yeah. in the trash corner together yeah, yeah. 
uh, you know, I'm going to share in the trash corner. Corey, you're going to share in the Absolutely. trash corner. Uh, the the principals and key figures at all Formula One teams are going to be spending some time yep. in the trash corner this week. Um, all right. What what was the inciting uh, incident here? So there was apparently way back when there's like a post, like, like a debrief, a postseason debrief that happens in Abu Dhabi. And apparently during this postseason debrief between all the team principals and the, the governing body uh, of Formula One itself, uh, and then also the governing body of the FIA. So like the people who are like the governing body of the governing body all participate in this meeting. And apparently during this meeting, Toto, uh, Toto Wolf, the team principal of Mercedes, rumored there was a rumor that he let something slip that would have only been confidential information that someone on like the managing uh, team of Formula One would have known about. Now, Toto just happened the someone in the someone in the FIA. Yeah. And and just to and and sorry, just to get like super pedantic yeah, oh yeah, about to. this because it can be we confusing if you're not to. initiated. There are two entities mm-hmm. here. There is Formula One, which is technically a conglomerate of all twenty, sorry, ten all teams. ten teams mm-hmm. that participate in Formula One. And the sport is governed not by the ten teams but by the FIA yes. that is the governing body they are the ones that are typically the the rule makers and and whatnot and so yes there's this debrief going on mm-hmm. amongst formula 1 team principals and toto supposedly supposedly said something yeah supposedly is hearsay purely hearsay yes. that he said something that none of the other team principals knew about right. that would have been whatever it was would have been some sort of confidential information from the FIA from the governing body right and supposedly immediately after blurting this out he like got embarrassed or and kind of like walked it, it somehow seen or made it like yeah walked it like back. was like oh i mean that hypothetically or whatever it was he tried to like cover up the fact that maybe he had some insider information again this is your and we don't and we don't know yeah we don't we don't know what that was or what not but that resulted in that supposedly again this is why this is so we're so deeply invested in the trash corners because there are no like cited sources for pretty much like anything we're going to talk about today uh except for like one topic. and and i mean Corey, this sounds like yeah. this sounds like totally hollow trash yes. that would just get brushed yes. away and that nobody would pay any attention to but somehow this is all just the beginning of some big shock of waves. like the most massive uh disruption since like what like 2000 when when did FOTA happen? When did like the photo wars happen? It was like 2008, 2009 or something when the championship was going to start. Uh, I don't even whatever yeah. whatever year it was. Um which we should we'll go into that maybe as like a, a an off season uh dig in. That sounds like like literally that sounds like the worst of the Star Wars it's, prequels yeah, yeah. Just, right there. The the photo It's just wars. all admin about governing bodies of a sport yeah. <laughs> that no longer even really is representative of what we watch today. Anyways, uh so basically what ended up happening is they had this like this trickled out into the media and based on it like based on this like alleged like leak from uh, a supposed member of the governing body to one of the team principals was traced back to like oh Susie Wolf Toto Wolf's uh uh wife um who like this is part of this whole thing is in her own right a powerhouse within motorsport like before she even met Toto, like she met Toto because she was such a boss within motorsport that she was mm-hmm. like, like he Toto fawned over her because he was like, whoa, who is this woman? Like, it's like this, like, it, it's such a weird, 
like not a weird but like such a kind of like what we were talking about like a gender flipped like oh no like he was like enamored with her and like so she's this huge uh entity within motorsport she's a part of the governing body everyone goes ooh or not everyone suit su- yeah let me just let me just yes, throw yeah. throw a little more uh, flowers at at Susie's yeah, feet. She, um, she I believe, is the last woman to have participated behind the wheel of an F one car on a Formula One uh, mm-hmm. race weekend an active, yeah, uh, during an a practice session yes. with Williams, yep. um, if I'm not mistaken. So you yep. know that's not. That's not something to be taken oh. lightly. That's not something that you find yourself uh, you don't doing. Luck into you that. That's like that's not a thing that happens for elite male drivers. So the fact that she was able to do this, and not just like like Williams right now is kind of a backmarker team, a low valued team. Back when she was a test pilot for Williams, she that Williams was a was a mid pack, if not like just outside the top five. So it's, it really Mm. is remarkable what she was able to accomplish before she even met Toto or before Toto even had the, (laughs) had the good fortune to meet her. So this basically was pushed forward under the leadership of Soliman. So under the FIA leadership, this was pushed forward, and it was announced that there was going to be an investigation into a leak between Formula One and the FIA, and like that, like this was going to not only be like a huge deal, um, like with massive repercussions in the season, but reputationally, saying that Susie Wolf leaked information like because of pillow talk basically is what they were like. That was the the context. Of this is like mm-hmm. they were laying in bed one night and Susie let something slip just like the most like misogynist, sexist, like just the grossest possible way of going about attacking someone's character being like, she's a woman, a man wowed her in bed and she let something slip that she shouldn't have. It's just like a, like <laughs> that is so, I mean, Corey, this is this is Total Wolf. I mean, it's Total Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I was in Total Wolf's presence, he'd have a pretty easy time yeah. getting my social security oh, yeah, number yeah, yeah, out of yeah, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. every NDA I've ever signed would be in jeopardy if Toto was there, fully clothed, let alone uh, shirtless, uh, on a pillow opposite me. Um, that said, I am not Susie Wolf, right? Uh, Susie Wolf is a better person than either of us and is like a much more professional person and accomplished person um, and someone with a reputation that stands to be demolished by an accusation like this. So yeah. this yep. was leaked. Immediately, Lewis like posts something being like, I support Susie Wolf. This is outrageous, right? Like that was like something that like immediately happens. Mm -hmm. And then Mercedes, like simultaneously Mercedes releases something being like, these accusations are just like disgusting, distasteful, like, like it's unacceptable. Uh, We will be pursuing legal action. Like all this, like immediate above the board pushback. And was it, was it MBS who implied that it was another team principal yes. or a team it was that had pushed for yeah, this. Well, it was MBS through the FIA, like making a statement through like basically the FIA made a statement. A team principal came to one of us and expressed concerns. And it's like, well, which team principal and which one of you? did they go to that would warrant this immediate Mm. reaction? And it's pretty easy to go like, Oh, it must've been like MBS. And everyone assumed it was Christian Horner who went to MBS because of this like weird relationship that those two have, which immediately like that was the other, not just like the immediate pushback and every team went like, Whoa, 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 Whoa you don't get to defame one of us like that. Like it was so cool to watch all these teams, you know, for, for lack of a better phrase, kind of circle the wagons around Susie and be like, no, you don't get to attack one of us 
just because she's a woman, like n- that was not outwardly spoken, but like to me, that's the subtext of this is they were like, nah, you're not going to like go for one of us just because she's like in this weird, vulnerable, in what you perceive to be a vulnerable situation. Uh, it's, it in mm-hmm. fact is a position of strength and you just fucked up. Like that was, that was the tone of the response. Uh, so one of the first teams to respond to this was Red Bull. Uh, it was all like all the teams immediately put out statements being like, we in no uncertain terms, completely and unconditionally support Susie Wolf. Just this, like every single team did this. Um, and they did it like simultaneously. Well, it, the state, well, the it was the statement didn't just say that they support Susie Wolf. The statement said, we are verifying that of course we did not, yeah. you know, inquire about this or, or whatnot. And that's the headline of the statement. Yeah. Yeah. The statement. Do you have it in front of you, John? I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to try to pull it up. The statement it's, it's came, worth- came out. And you see it posted on one team's feed, and then you see it posted on another team's feed, and it's a very similar statement, and then you see it posted on another team's feed. And what happened was the teams all coordinated. Mm -hmm. They all signed off on an identical statement that was posted from all of the teams, except for Mercedes, the one that's, you know, uh, directly at the center of this, who had their own separate statement to make. Basically, effectively, in solidarity with Mercedes and with each other, Mm -hmm. all all of the Formula One teams banded together and put this out in unison. As, like, this is, I think, the... And like, I, I want to call all of this like such a silly and superficial just event and series of goings on here. Yeah. So I'm just, I want to read, but I want to read the state, like the, the statement. Yeah, like, please. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. such like a, a, a definitive statement. It's not like a, a like, yep. Hey, this isn't cool. They're like, no, though. All right. So um, this is from Alpine. This is their statement. We can confirm that we have not made any complaint to the FIA regarding the allegation of information of a confidential nature being passed between an F1 team principal and a member of FOM staff. So that's Formula One management. We are pleased and proud to support F1 Academy and its managing director through our commitment to sponsor an entrant in our liveries from next season. So like not only are they saying like we back up the idea that like no one has no one from our camp has said anything like this but in addition to that they're like oh and the person that you're accusing we are like standing up and like giving a full-throated like mm-hmm. a measure of support for her and this specifically is the way that we are supporting her and we are her champion as well. And these are all of these teams are direct competitors with Mercedes, whether you're Red Bull or whether you're Alpine or whether you're Alpha Tauri or whoever, like every single person is a competitor. So it's staggering to see these responses, right? Uh, just truly, truly impressive. And and just to see this solidarity mm-hmm. between the teams, like to me that that was, I mean, I think it's spectacular that they're supporting a coordinated support. Susie. It was the co- like, like you were saying, coordinated John, support coordinated. from the entire pit yeah, lane. Yeah. yeah. Up and down in every respect. It was impressive. Now there's other implications that I'll, I'll get into as we, mm-hmm. as we, you know, tread deeper into the trash corner, but let's keep following, following kind of the timeline of, uh, what what unfolds from there so yeah. uh within 48 hours yep. or so it is the FIA prize giving ceremony yeah, the, the most easily and uh repeatable phrase the one that rolls off the tongue so simply and eloquently the F1 
prize giving ceremony. Not like yes, yeah, <sighs> oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the not the champions gala no, 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 or no. something like no. that, but just the the uh, we hand trophy <laughs> to the winner dinner <laughs> party dress nice yeah. event. <laughs> oh God, it's just ridiculous. There's the branding masterminds uh, over there. Um, all right, so we're heading into this, and it comes out uh pretty quickly that mbs like what happened he like fell down the stairs or something or yeah, he, he tri- got food he poisoning tri- yeah or, he, he tripped and fell he basically he had he a, had like a mr magoo moment denny's grand yeah. slam <laughs> breakfast that didn't agree with him and yeah yeah um yeah he made he made he made some some uh-ohs uh and had a big boom boom uh apparently which and so and so it comes out that like oh uh MBS isn't going to be able to really do his normal mm-hmm. thing at the prize giving ceremony where he he typically is like kind of the Billy Crystal of the prize giving oh <laughs> ceremony. It's a perfect way of putting it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just yeah, right? just uh just glad handing uh stogie smoking, joke cracking. Um he's like a bad yep. Like the worst version of Billy Crystal um, at, at the Oscars. Um, uh, but, so Billy Billy Crystal with a little more human rights yeah, violations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like just like in a shroud of misogyny. Um, uh, part of like this whole like I, I'm not just going like oh uh, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of people being like uh, this guy is just like anti. Uh, woman and like a a misogynist like this dude has like a stellar record of being just like the most sexist misogynist person before he became Mm -hmm. like back when he was in like rally series in fia he was like a woman's place is like not at the racetrack it's at home taking care of the children or so it's like just this has been his stance forever and it's just so gross so i have no problem roasting this dude repeatedly through that lens um, but, uh, uh, the day, so the day before the prize giving ceremony, uh, it is, he like throws a video up on Twitter, uh, being like, Hey, it's so great to be in Baku. By the way, they have the prize giving ceremony in Baku, which is a part of Azerbaijan, uh, which, uh, is, I mean, that's like, uh, there's, uh, some Armenian and Azerbaijani, uh, I don't know, ethnic cleansing happening in Baku. Like we shouldn't even have a race there in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. but they have the prize giving ceremony there. Uh, anyways. Um, so that's a whole other thing. We'll get into that. Uh, Lewis had some objections. Um, but he shows up at the prize giving ceremony weekend and does all these like promo events where he's meeting people. And then, like, that video is deleted from his Twitter because this announcement happens going like, oh, a few days ago, he actually hit his head and, like, he's not quite right. Which is like, wait, didn't he just, wasn't he just photographed and filmed, like, shaking hands with foreign dignitaries and, like, hosting a dinner with, like, 50 people at it? Like, what what are you talking about, FIA? So... Ugh, that's the that's leading up to the prize giving ceremony. the The ceremony hasn't even happened yet. So, John, take us through. Yeah, please take us through this. So, uh, I just pulled up. Uh, someone made a, a like beat by beat recap Perfect. of uh, Lewis Hamilton at the mm-hmm. prize giving ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, which included there's uh, a press conference just in advance of, and everybody at the press conference is in full prize giving ceremony get up, you oh, know, yeah. which is like tuxedos. Oh, and yeah. whatnot. It is, it is a full on black tie mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hamilton showed up to mm-hmm. that in, uh, in like a jumpsuit, yep. you know, in a, in it's, a traditional, it's a, wacky it's you know. to be f- and like it's this is i love lewis for so many reasons and like this is one of them uh he shows up in like a jumpsuit but the jumpsuit itself is a burberry jumpsuit so like the most 
expensive jumpsuit you could ever imagine. Uh, and then the pattern on it is like almost like a, like has the like mandala effect. Like if you look at it real quick, it looks like the Palestinian kafea, uh, like that, like uh, that pattern. Mm-hmm. So like it was yep. like this like double and triple to be like, oh, I'm making a statement and I'm making a statement within the statement. And the statement is like, hey, why are you what's what's your problem here? I love well, it. At the at the at the press conference, um, he was asked to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And so at the press conference, he says, uh, disappointed to see that the governing body of our sport has sought to question the integrity of one of the most incredible female mm-hmm. leaders we've ever had in our sport and so on. And he, he goes on from there. Yep. So uh, he goes from the press conference to the award ceremony, uh, ch- changes into his proper <laughs> attire. Into his like, at uh, the prize like Matrix-esque uh like his 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 tux is literally like a full length his his morpheus tux (laughs) it's great i love it i love it so much Uh. um lewis is at the prize giving ceremony Mm -hmm. particularly to get a prize himself because he got third place in the driver's championship remarkable for which he receives a Trophy from the FIA. The trophy, uh, the trophy from the FIA for third place, is a you know a base plate like all trophies have, and then literally just the FIA logo. Yeah, like that's the. And it's like I don't know. It's like crystal or crystal yeah, and gold. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. A, I'd. I would. I would kill to have that trophy. Yeah, you and you and. But it's a couple it's other the, people apparently. <laughs> yes, uh, me, myself and a couple other people. Um, he receives the, he receives the trophy supposedly, and, uh, this is, this I think has been cleared up and probably didn't go exactly as I'm going to describe, Mm -hmm. but it was said for at least 24 to 48 hours following the event that it was very clear that Hamilton, you know, returned to his seat with the trophy, you know, put the trophy on the table had a fun time at the prize giving ceremony left, left his trophy on the table, just ditched his trophy, left it there behind. There's numerous like photographs of like the empty ballroom with his trophy sitting on with like out of focus champagne glasses on trays in the background. Like it's very like, Oh Yeah. yeah. He just moved to the next room. And didn't bother to take his thing, and just ditched ditched his trophy. Now, since then, uh, there was also somebody who claimed that Lewis Hamilton just gave him the trophy, and then there's yeah, yeah. some sort of story that there was some situation of oh no no no, it's all oh, you know a misunderstanding. Oh, I, I have you the, know, we do the thing we normally do where it's shipped. To I think the, oh, I have. Yeah, I think I the, have like the final updated version of this, which is uh, um, okay, Lewis did leave the trophy on the table and he basically like stood up. Cause at the end of the, the prize giving ceremony, many of the guests who were in attendance are like, they come up for photos and like handshake and photo ops. And just, it's like, you know, a social event um, between people who often don't get to like interact and like mingle. Uh, and during this chaos, I guess like one of the people who, is like a big fan of motorsport and formula one is just this dude who's like been photographed with like other trophies and other people and like handshaking. And he's like, there's like photographs of him like leaning against the safety car at the, uh, at the Baku grand prix. Like he's, he's someone who is just, I think a motorsports enthusiast. Um, Just a huge geek geek. and maybe doesn't have all of the social awareness that he needs to have uh, because he's like photographed, like holding Max's statue, like his like not statue, his his trophy of like world champion trophy. Like he's like holding it and like someone took a picture (laughs) of him doing that. And then I guess he just like walked up to Lewis and was like, hey, can I can I have that? (laughs) And Lewis thought he was an FIA official because it's like, why else would someone? Why else would someone <laughs> ask me for my trophy other than someone who's like in charge of like yeah. 
here, let me take that with you so we can begin wrapping it up and, and packaging, packaging it, it to be sent back to, to the Mercedes factory. Exactly. Yeah. So like it was that kind of like he was distracted and this dude was just kind of like, oh, can I take this off your hands? And Lewis was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, so apparently that is what happened. Um, that So a slightly less romantic of a story, but like. The dude also has like recently like deleted his Twitter because he like posted like, "Hey, I, I'm not a thief." He said I could have this. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's just a really big misunderstanding. Deep, deep in my mm-hmm. heart, I'm gonna still yeah, like try to believe that Lewis Hamilton just like left his trophy yes. uh, next to the shrimp cocktail yes. and and just bailed out of there. And I'm going to. Double down on that because after after he threw some, you know, casual shade at the press conference uh-huh. and then threw some direct shade at the press conference uh-huh. and then got the trophy handed to him with the name of the entity with which he's uh, very frustrated mm-hmm. with standing on stage, holding the trophy, he's holding the trophy with his left hand. They give him a microphone, which he's holding in his right hand. So he kind of like tucks the trophy in on his arm. It's like a slightly awkward way to hold the trophy. But, you know, he's a very healthy and in wonderful shape individual. He can handle it. Uh, And he can handle holding the trophy sideways like that by the base (laughs) so well (laughs) that instead of gripping it tightly with all five of his fingers, He's able to release one of those five mm-hmm. fingers free from yeah. the trophy. And that would be his middle uh-huh. finger, which he stands for several moments holding the trophy, you know, like up against the side of his body yeah. with his middle finger fully extended, not, you know, doing anything else with his middle finger, not, you know, uh, reaching around to balance anything or whatnot. He's literally just yeah. holding the trophy holding his middle finger out, you know, another, just another like incognito jab at, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and, and, you know, whatever he's doing stuff with his hands. Maybe he's, you know, that I, I choose, maybe he's stimming or something. I, I don't, choose I don't to know. believe the same John. But, I like that. He, uh, like it is, it could, I think it could just be a coincidence where it was like, uh, also think about it. Like if he had the world drivers championship trophy, uh, or the world constructors trophy, do you think he would have been so casual with just like letting a random person like walk up? Like, you don't think he would like double check to be like, Oh, is this person wearing like a badge that says like FIA efficient on it or something? Uh, before I hand over like a trophy that actually matters versus a third place trophy, right? Like, yeah that looks like every other trophy that they handed out to everyone including like checo um like drivers from like junior categories and feeder series if you see like the picture of them all holding these trophies it's like oh they're all holding the same trophy as lewis hamilton would have been so yeah i'm choosing it i'm choosing to believe that he just gave up on it i like that so you know i gotta yeah i i gotta continue to give kudos to Lewis for going so hard at the FIA uh in Susie's yeah, honor. Yeah. Not that she not that she needs his help. No. Uh but I think it's a it's a wonderful gesture from from Lewis to to put that out there for yeah. her. Um the solidarity from all the teams I think is also amazing. Yeah. But it makes me a little uneasy as well. And for this, we're, we're kind of rolling into a F1 files, perfect storm mm. of a, a Johnny's trash corner, which uh, in all the way in that corner, there's also uh, Corey's patented conspiracy closet. Uh-huh. And we're now going to have a trash corner conspiracy closet because yeah. I can't help I can't help but to just feel that this this alignment between all of the teams to me 
is a signal. Yeah. It's a warning yep. shot. It's a like a, it's a show a of force. true like shot across the bow to the governing body and the entities that represent them to be like you don't get to make unilateral decisions. So so Johnny, what what other unilateral decisions have been maybe like percolating and bubbling to the surface repeatedly for the past 18 months? So for the past 18 months, and I'm sure there's all sorts of like uh, points of friction between Mm -hmm. Formula One, the group of all 10 teams, and the governing body of the FIA. But the one that seems to have all of the teams formally aligned, all of them making statements that are consistent with each other, is on allowing Andretti and now Andretti slash Cadillac Motorsport into Formula One. And I can't help but think Mm -hmm. that this is also for them a statement, a flex, knowing that this is something that is going to be a hot button issue. Yeah and a very volatile topic over, I mean, I don't know how late it can go, but I would think this is going to be a thing that's going to surface and resurface over at least the next six months. At least, right? At least the next six months, maybe even right up to like before the garage opens at Andretti Motorsports when they're doing testing eventually. (laughs) Like it's, I don't think F1's going to relent in this or the, 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 team, so the current the, F1 team management is going to relent. On and, this. Yeah. Y- and so we've, we, we've touched on this before. I won't get too deep into it, but there's this, just this frustrating situation. Andretti fighting hard to get into mm-hmm. F1 would appear to have every right to do so, yep. except that the teams have to all agree unanimously to let another team This is in. not a democratic for, vote. This is a unanimous up yeah, or down vote. It has to be a unanimous yep. up or down vote. And the teams have all been stating, no way, we just don't want another team. Forget yep. about it. Which I don't, you know, I don't fully understand, especially given that there's all of this, these other formalities, like, uh, you know, Andretti's going to pay uh, a 200 or 400 million dollar sum for 400 million dollar sum uh to be divvied up between the teams so that they can be like oh, okay well this should cover yeah. any financial detriment that you know we would incur from having another team trying to get their slice of the yep. pie um and it's obvious and clear that the FIA as well as Liberty Media mm-hmm. would benefit tremendously oh, from God, having yeah. Andretti Cadillac join mm-hmm. Formula One. And so it hasn't been floated as such. It hasn't been described, you know, by any of the people involved as any of this stuff surrounding Susie Wolf and Toto Wolf and the FIA, you know, being directly connected to this. But I, I see this as a glowing ember mm-hmm. that is in the breeze. You know, I feel like we're in like early days of the mid '90s East Coast West Coast <laughs> Death Row versus Bad Boy Records. You know, <laughs> we're not quite yeah. at the Source Awards scenario yeah yet. but we're getting close but we're there's there's a couple there's a couple like you know vague lyrics that are popping mm-hmm. up here and there that could be interpreted in certain ways and i can only i can only imagine that we are we're on a slow moving mm-hmm. conveyor belt towards a all-out yeah. war and between much like the east coast west coast beef uh the media is absolutely fanning the flames 
Like the F1 media, oh, the is media like, is going to fan the flames. Oh, what a what a juicy story for them to cover! What a like what an incredible. The last time something like this happened, there were no blogs. There were no. I mean, there were, but like they weren't as noteworthy. They weren't as lucrative. Like independent journalists weren't really able to like get exclusives and get stories and get access. They're like the teams kind of like, you know, shored up all their defenses and didn't talk to anyone outside of the Formula One team management association. Right. Like they didn't. But now there are going to be leaks left and right. There are going to be ways of like disingenuously. Offering, also, also, yeah. also, it's like off season yeah. right now and everybody's. Yeah. Everybody's hankering for some trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's eager for, for Mm -hmm. that. There's that sort of like frenzy in the air. Um, we've got a, we've got a key figure in this dispute. Um, much like the East coast, West coast wars. Uh Uh, we've got a key figure who would on the surface be aligned to one side Mm -hmm but is also potentially just the agent of chaos that's fanning the flames in every direction. And that of course would be uh, MBS on the side of the FIA, but also just could, could create chaos in any given direction as our uh, contemporary Suge Knight. Like, like in this, uh, no right or reason to insert himself into that world. He was quite literally just like a money man and like, a person who had defined the parameters of what could and could not be released. And it's like, Oh, look at MBS. He is nobody other than someone who like, yeah, yeah, sure. He used to like Mm -hmm. race cars in like very, you know, junior terms, but made his money through, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to speculate because I like my uh, life uh, and my <laughs> my family's life. Uh, so I assume that he made his money through hmm, some 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 people may have gotten him access to wild funds, uh, and now he's like inserted himself into like a huge, uh, it, like absolutely like a like a magnified. Like it's like someone's got a magnifying glass over world sport and he happens to be the person who's like dipping his big dumb face in between uh, uh like what we're trying to view and us. Uh it's just it's incredible. Mm-hmm. We he has no reason to be involved in this as much as he is, but he is very much involved. I think he's too short or too small to like dangle someone off of like uh off of like the the to dangle vanilla ice off a hotel yeah, balcony. Yeah. I'm imagining yeah. it's off like um, Burj Khalifa, yeah, like but- he's just in like <laughs> Dubai. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god! But like, but you know, he's got like a like a full like Armani suit that's just made out of leather yes. or something. You know, like he's there's there there will be other. I bet you he's got uh, a a purple. Mm-hmm. Chevy Impala SS oh, somewhere for sure. in his warehouse full of uh full for of vehicles. Sure. For sure. Um and <sighs> hey, you know what? Uh let's bring it all yeah. on. I'm eager to try and see over the coming months uh what other figures surface within this so that I can align other East Coast, West yeah. Coast, hip hop, nineties personalities to uh to each of them. Like I want to know who's gonna be like the Lil Kim of this whole, uh, this whole thing. I mean, like, you know, I want to know who, like, I want to know who like Biggie and Tupac and I want Puffy are, but like, I know this doesn't really work with like the visual representation, but I think the Lil Kim is Mateo Banana. <laughs> I think. What? <laughs> <I think. laughs> just sitting with his knees open next to the yeah, swimming yeah, pool. Yeah, 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 definitely him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No problem. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh God, just like the the hottest commodity that is like oh, but like ooh, because <laughs> he's got the Bonato bomb, uh, right? Um, ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Everybody wants that Bonato yeah, bomb. Wants, wants to get a feature. Um, want, let uh, me get a feature. Um, 
yeah, that's uh, it's, all right. It's nuts. It's so nuts. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, I, I've been I've been I've been festering around here, uh, the, deep in the 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 trash upon trash upon conspiracy upon trash. Um, uh, you, you you got any other trash? Yeah, it's it's trash. So we're getting into like recycling now. Like we're we've we've uh, we've closed the door. We've like we've wow. uh, we've stepped away from like this the that that would mean like a higher quality of trash. Yeah, like a slight. Like we're doing something. There's like it's it's more sustainable. It's, you, there's purpose yeah, to it. Yeah, like you know where it came from. You know where it's going. Um, uh, this, of course, is the 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 long winded uh, way of getting to Alpine's um, the the absolute roasting the 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 frying the oh. as John put it the French frying the pat fry. No, I didn't, yeah, I John, didn't say that. He said it. I he said it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> so we uh, let's let's talk about uh, Alpine and the fact that they finished. Where were they? Fourth in the? No, they were fifth in the constructors this year, or were they even lower than that? Uh, that seems that seems, that seems, that seems high. I think maybe they were like sixth. Um, regardless, uh, Pat Fry, who. Uh, is just like an amazing technical director, an amazing person who has just been a part of pretty much every single winning team and winning franchise other than Red Bull. Uh, every other team that has been successful has had Pat Fry as a part of it uh, in the past few decades of F1. And Pat Fry recently left Alpine. Uh, Alpine is the former Renault brand and they like – basically upscaled their team to Alpine. Uh, and like a lot of people were like, Ooh, are they just trying to sell their luxury cars? Are they just trying to like put their luxury brand out there for Renault? Are they using an F1 team to just sell fancy road cars? And Fernando Alonso left them because that is what he was saying. Uh, and you can always take whatever Fernando Alonso says, especially when he's leaving a team with a grain of salt. Like you have to take it with like a chunk of salt because he is a salty mofo. Like he definitely does like to do this Very scorched salty. earth technique when he leaves a team for sure. Right. But Pat Fry does not do that. Pat Fry is a very dignified, a very, uh, gracious, uh, very diplomatic person within the sport. He left Alpine this year. And basically said Alpine has no interest in improving improving their F1 strategies, improving their status within the sport. They have no interest in making their car faster, uh, in developing a better racing program whatsoever. Like it is – he's happy to be leaving them, uh, which – that's bad news. That is real bad news for Alpine to have a technical director go like, I'm throwing my hands up. I'm done with you idiots. Good luck. God bless. Like that's a, that's a bad place. But also in this, in this world, uh, in this mm -hmm. space, particularly amongst key team personnel like yeah. this, um, everybody carries themselves in a very distinguished manner, particularly when it comes to sharing mm -hmm. dirt or, you know, spilling tea or, or taking shots at previous employers or even your competitors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And to say something like that, like that, that when, if you were to hear that you could take it, you know, there's scenarios where you could just be like, Oh, someone's, pissed off and they're burning a bridge on their way out. But I can't help yeah. but think that this is as someone in this position would be prone to do. This is like a very like calculated, yeah. well-considered, yeah. just like direct and honest factual take yeah. on what's happening over there. And I mean, that's devastating. Like, that's awful. That's like a... But then also for for yeah. everyone else there yeah. to have had that said and to have the same feelings of, you know, putting some legitimacy against those words in the way that 
I just explained because they know this individual and they know he's not just going to like fly off the handle and talk trash. Because there's going to be people in an organization like that that don't have that level of insight that he has and that are because there's going to be people all over the place in that team that are telling anyone that works for them like this season's going to be our best yet you know we're pulling out all the stops we're doing everything this is our cinderella season up ahead of us and like you know and everything and to have that sort of reckoning to have that sober description of the scenario put out there i mean that's like that's just like uh, sh- shut down the team yeah. and come back in like I two was years. Say, you know, like, like that's... wrap it up, y'all. Like I, that's un Ooh. unrecoverable. Like you were saying, like if you were if you are someone who still works for that team, how do you show up to work? How do you show up to work? Going like one of the best in the business came in here. We hired him on, made a big deal about hiring him on gave him the directive of like, Hey, make us a top tier competitive team. We're going to do everything we can to make ourselves a top tier competitive team. And we're doing it under your guidance. And for that man to walk away a few years later going, they are a categorically unserious team. They have no, like they may have the means, but they have no motivation. It's like, how do you come back to work as an engineer how do you come back to work as a mechanic, as a racing driver? How are you the face of a team whose technical director walked away and said, you are an unserious team. Why are you even showing up and competing? I'm going to, I'm going to go and work for Williams. I'm going to go and work for the team that like a, a ranking just came out about like actual values of F1 teams. And Williams is like, the mm-hmm. least valuable team on the grid. I mean, it's unfair that they are in that slot, but like for someone to go from like one of the teams that has supposedly one of the most values, like the highest values within the sport, like one of the most recognizable names and identities within the brand to go to a team that goes like, Ooh, we almost like had to like <laughs> close up shop because we didn't have the money. That I, again, how do you show up to work? How do you show up next year and not just expect to be destroyed in every press conference? This is the team that fired its team principal at the start of a Grand Prix weekend, not even halfway through a Grand Prix. They fired him at the start of the Grand Prix weekend and then made him do press. How do you? I, I don't know what Alpine does next year. Um, it's it's just one of those like oh I wish there was more like gray area in here I wish there were less people who had gone like no I will put my name on the fact that this team is unserious and uncompetitive uh ooh ooh boy is that tough yeah that's uh <sighs> that's some um, uh pretty pretty serious uh pop pa- Palms, Palms Fritz. Fritz. Yeah, we'll that, yeah, we'll go. Uh, with, yeah, we'll go uh, with that. Yeah, Palms we'll go Fritz. with that. Yeah, hell yeah. That doesn't yeah. make that <laughs> yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> uh, it's delicious, is what it is. Is but that Palm Fritz are actually uh, my uh, the how do you like them Palms Fritz, which works on multiple levels? Because if I'm That's not her. mistaken, the French the French word Palms it like somehow translates to like the the apples in the dirt or something like that like that's what they call potatoes potatoes okay. i don't know one of our one of our one of our many french listeners uh <laughs> don't i i i know what i'm doing don't i'm an just, expert it's just, don't just trust just me. discard yeah. put your put your email that you're writing right now into yeah, the trash yeah, save that draft. discard it i'm the expert yeah. here i got this oh, dirty apples god um, I, I love John. Can I just say that two weeks into this off season, I love what is going on. Also, uh, we didn't we didn't close the loop on that um, on the Susie Wolf investigation, which is the FIA like formally announced like 
the day after the oh, ceremony yeah. where they were just like, oops, um, just kidding. We're not going to yeah. investigate anybody. We're not going to like look into any, everything's cool. Please, everything's cool. Uh, and Mercedes released another statement being like, that's great that there's no more investigation. We are going to sue the pants off of someone. Like it was just full on, like we are going to take legal action yeah. against we're going to find who said this. We're going to find who tried to like ruin the reputation of the most prominent woman in motorsports. And we are going to. And nothing, nothing from the FIA even resembling no. an apology just was like, just, just solely was just like, oh, sorry, clerical yep. error. Yep. You know. And that was released like Oof. almost in concert with them being like MBS bonked his head. We don't know what happened over the last few days. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know. I mean, even if even if even if Ben Solomon goes as like head of the FIA next year, which I think he probably will be gone. Uh, even if he's gone, I think that this is like you you can't unring the bell that was just rung, uh, and it is like a very clear indicator of where the F one teams are against the FIA. So when the FIA comes down and goes. Hey, you gotta let Andretti Motorsports in. F1's gonna be like, says who? Says who? It's like, poof. I don't know how you respond to that, F uh, FIA. I don't know oh, how you respond to that. Oh boy, yeah. I I really I'm uh, yeah yeah I'm getting concerned. Like I I've yeah. been this is I really want to see Andretti in For F1. Sure. I've been concerned that this could be a hiccup, but I feel like this is a this is a bold move in the direction that I don't want it yeah. to go yeah. in. Um, but I'm gonna still keep holding out hope that I guess like for the good of the sport and also just even like it's kind of a horrible yeah. look for the teams to band together and block out another, another team, team. But yeah. Yeah. Like I want I want Formula 1, I want the you know, I want the group of teams to get some other sort of huge win on the FIA so that they can feel like vindicated yeah. and heard from and whatnot and that we can just keep like let's just keep uh we keep Andretti out yeah. of this. Why don't we'll we keep, uh, yeah, yeah, know. we'll keep we'll keep that over there, yeah. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, we're, we're in a good spot though, I think for the off season and I especially because I, I think the end of the season was just such like a, like, eh, it didn't, nothing really manifested itself. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of stagnant in that stock that we, we always talk about where it's like, oh, it's not that it was like flatlining, but it was just like blipping and then going right back to where it was. Um, and I think that this for better or for worse, John, has absolutely spiked the stock again. I think this has got more people interested because this is an element of the sport we it's never a, see, right? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty strong uh any news is good news yeah. sort of situation for, for F1 as yeah. a whole. So uh I'll I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take it. it. Exactly. I, I hope, like you said. And I and I and I like I like some yeah, trash. I like it in trash. I like yeah. it in trash. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I am a big fan of the trash. And you using that trash over there? Can I have that trash? Just gonna throw that trash out, are you? Because I can do stuff with it. <laughs> I got a whole I got a whole corner it could go into. Oh God. All right. Uh well, uh like I said, I think the stock has gone up. Uh where where are you with, with the stock, Johnny, in, in F one? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, up. It's yeah. up. Agreed. Uh anything else we got here for for the folks this week? I think we've covered just a lot of trash and just a, there was a lot that happened this week and I'm sure we're missing something major. Um, but you know what? <laughs> let's let the, let's let the listeners get their PRL yeah. and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. try and, uh, you know, you just try to move on from, it, from this with the rest get of that your PRL day. out, go into uh step into the tent that has those like decontamination showers that just like, like blast mm -hmm. you uh 
and then you get to you know you get to go into the world refreshed and somebody makes one of those like emergency eye wash stations, but like for your ears, <laughs> yeah, right? That's gotta be it. Yeah. Or you just like rotate right? the nozzles. So they go into your ears instead of your eyes. How about that? You know, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Johnny. Well, that's right. That's right. Blow the Purell right into your AirPods and then put them back in your ears. Uh, that's what, that's what the doctors suggest. Yeah. To do. Uh, 10 out of 10 doctors recommend. Uh, all right, Johnny, where can the folks find you out there in the <laughs> world or online? Uh, you you can track me down via my home base of johnnymotion.com. Corey, where can the folks you find you? You can also find me online at coreypwillis.com uh, and then on TikTok and Twitter as the F1 Files. Uh, I'm also... On social media, burn Corey Burn. Track me down that way. Folks, thank you so much for checking in with us and just getting as grody and gross as you possibly could over the past hour. Uh, go clean yourself up. Uh, and we are going to do the same. Go put your life back together. Uh, we're going to. We're going to put our lives back together and and sober up and clean up. uh, And we will catch up with you (laughs) next time on The F1 Files. (laughs) 